I don't know if you know this tagline for Florida. Do you know what the other tagline for Florida is other than Sunshine State? Something related to hurricanes? No. <laughs> it's the state for the newlywed and the nearly dead. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense though. So Well, when, I came, when I came here newly wed, probably nearly dead when I come back. <laughs> well, this is the first episode. This is the first episode. Oh, really? <laughs> first uh, episode of Vocal with Locals. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Ramakrishna. I go by RK. I Hi, RK. came to the US from India in 1990. At the risk of divulging my age, I guess I will still... <laughs> <laughs> and you most of you are probably not born there <laughs> did you come directly to florida when you moved here no i came to michigan lansing east lansing and when did you move to florida first time in 99 i stayed here for one year then moved to california portland seattle then in 2003 back to florida but orlando this time first time i was in tampa for a year why did you move around so that's a very sad story but it was the 2000 boom So I went and joined a startup which ended up being more of a shutdown than a startup. So decided that since I was doing consulting before I wanted to get back into consulting. And essentially the idea was that if I can be based out of anywhere I'll be based out of a place where I like the quality of life is good and then I'll travel Monday through Friday or Monday through Thursday and then come back home for the weekend. So I picked a place where I felt the lifestyle would be good. even though it might not be the hub of IT activity and so you've been here for I guess 17 years what was about the lifestyle here that was so good as you can probably see the pool wide open spaces yeah uh, large yards less traffic beautiful beaches nearby on within 45 minutes to Kennedy Space Center 25 minutes to Disney 30 minutes to Universal, 4 hours to Miami. Have you interacted with anyone who is against wearing a mask? Not much. I mean, I have followed a fairly rigorous lockdown. We hardly leave the house except for groceries or doctor visits. Wear the mask, particularly because Orange County is led by a Democratic mayor, so contrary to the state governor's impulses, the democratic county mayor has instituted a mandatory mask law so we follow that but we literally leave the house maybe once every 10 days so the percentage of contact goes down significantly prior to covid how often would you interact with people that just thought very differently from you and oh i mean you'll always meet people i mean even within the indian community there are strong trump supporters and there are people who vehemently oppose him so I mean, it's it's not uncommon in that sense uh, no matter which place even within our community there is a strong divide there are people who are hardcore democrats there are people who hang up trump signs and us flags does that have any impact on where you chose to stay even within orlando I have moved in 17 years since we came here and that was not a parameter that we researched thoroughly in that sense because what we did do is look up what is called a demographic profile of each county it shows how much 
the average income is, how much the average education is, whether the wealth is coming from inheritance or whether it is self-made wealth, whether uh, what is the education profile and so on and so forth. So we picked Orlando based on some of that and those parameters. And Orlando by and large is a fairly cosmopolitan place. Like I said, it's not as strongly conservative as the north or strongly liberal as like the south Miami areas. Do you guys see yourselves staying in Orlando for the long-term future or do you not know? No, after 17 years with my older kid having left home two years back, the some of the parameters that made me come to Orlando have changed. So we are actively considering relocating out. What would be some of the parameters you'd be looking for? Like where you go next? Job would be the key. The job. Factors. You said that um, you chose Florida in spite of the technology sector not being very... Correct. And so now the focus will be the opposite. Wherever the technology focuses high and where it's a nice and demand job market. So Florida is a very big spring break hub. Is, is Orlando not as much of a hub for the spring break? No, definitely not. I don't think Orlando receives any spring break crowds. Orlando is more geared towards the family crowd. I was just talking about the property that you're staying here where they allow short-term rentals. But Orange County itself, for example, does not allow any short-term rentals. So, which means that they don't even want people coming there on a transient basis and having traffic that just keeps going in and out. So Kissimmee, which belongs to Osceola County, closer to Disney, allows for short-term rentals, but a large section of the metropolitan Orlando area does not. I spent my freshman spring break in Orlando. Really? You've won once. But again, I mean, statistically, how many people were No, there? it wasn't that many. That's fair. It's um, not exactly the Florida... Fort Lauderdale type breach crowds. Yeah, I came for the theme parks. That's pretty cool, but do you think that there's an annoyance towards tourists by locals because of how many tourists come in? I haven't per se noticed it because there is a clear delineation in terms of the geographical areas where most of the people live and most of the people uh, visit. Like, even when I lived in Tampa, I used to come to Orlando, I had an annual pass, I've visited Orlando multiple times, but never really visited the places that I'm actually staying now or where my friends stay. So most of the transient population is centered around I-Drive and the I-4 corridor, whereas a lot of people who live and make a living within Orlando from non-tourist occupations live further east and north, northwest. Yeah, I like how you brought up the transients of of the state. Besides, you know, short-term living such as tourism, the community over here, do people typically stay for 15 to 20 years or more, or is it usually a short-term stop? I don't know the answer to that because I don't have those statistics, but I have another interesting tidbit and statistic for you. Which city, and obviously you may see the clue where it is headed, but which city do you think receives the first and second most visitors from within the U.S. and internationally. Miami? New York? Well, I think London is up there. No, 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 within the U.S. Within the US. Which oh, city receives the most domestic visitors? And which oh. city receives... And the second. And which city receives the most international visitors? And the second. So for international, I would say 
New York, just okay. because it's probably a big hub, like airport hub. Okay. LAX, probably. Maybe. I don't know what the second is, but in both categories, Orlando is number one. Look it up. No way. Yeah, way. Man, people love Disney World. <laughs> I have a question. Do you think that it's because a large percent of the population of the visitors that come are from potentially Mexico and South America? I actually don't have a statistics. No. Why do you think those? Orlando actually receives a lot of British visitors. British people probably own a substantial portion of property in Orlando. They own a lot of the property where you are. I wouldn't be surprised if you're this property where you're renting is owned by British people. It may be managed by some local agency, but it may be owned by some British people. And a lot of Britishers own property within the Orlando metropolitan area. A lot of Canadians own property on the West Coast, Naples, Fort Myers, Sanibel. Why do you think specific regions are more populated by different groups of people? What, uh... Have you been to Canada in winter? <laughs> right, sorry. <laughs> so give give them the opportunity to spend four months between December and March by the beachside with beautiful, pristine white sand beaches. Do you travel a lot with your family? Or prior to COVID, did you travel a lot? Yeah, I've been to more than eighty-five countries. Who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that maybe that's us in a few years. Yeah, we've started counting. It's not not a very long. We're list. at one. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. And do you think the hub of Florida is, is that? Did that play into choosing Florida because it was such a? No, not at all. Yeah, I just have the travel vagabond streak. I I love traveling. When my older son graduated high school, I took ten weeks off. And that aspect wouldn't have changed. I planned that for like four or five years. That I was going to take ten weeks off, but not necessarily where I was going. Where I was going, I only planned four, five, six months ahead of his graduation. We finally decided after a lot of debating regions. We started in Namibia, then we drove to Botswana. This is all a road trip for 18 days. Ended up in Victoria Falls, uh, seeing Zambia and Zimbabwe. Then we flew to Egypt for 10 days. Uh, where my younger son, who turned 10, got scuba certified. And from there, we flew to India for two weeks, and then we came back, and then drove back, I mean, flew to California to drop my kid off at school, at college. So, for someone who's been to 85 countries, do you have any recommendations for either our listeners or for us about places to That's a tricky check question. Out? It depends on what floats your boat, right? Like, no two people think alike, like my sister uh, is a big city bug. My mom is a city bug. I love nature, but I could also take in Vegas. So I love Vegas for the architecture, not necessarily because I go gambling there. Uh, most of the gambling I do, I do it on the stock market. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I love nature. So the trip I told you in Botswana, we were traveling in a jeep with two tents on the top that unfold and you pitch your tents and we drove from place to place. Every alternate day we would stay at a hotel but the other day we would just unfold the tent on the roof of the Jeep SUV and sleep up. We spent two nights in the Central Kalahari Game Reserve. One of the most spectacular trips in my life. I would love to go back. 
and we wake up at five o'clock to the roar of lions coming from nearby and we wake up at like six o'clock and pack up and start to drive around and within half a mile there is the water hole and the lions had just caught a baby giraffe that they were eating my goodness do you have it so maybe not recommendations but do you have like any personal favorites of like yeah my personal favorites are of course Botswana, Namibia, Mongolia Uh, I loved Egypt and Turkey but they've both turned significantly for the worse since the last couple of years Uh, when did you last go to each of those? Egypt was 2018 Turkey was 2013 the first time and 2015 or 16 the second time. What else? London was nice. We went to see the World Cup last year. I and my younger son, just the two of us. It was a trip. We decided to go three days before. <laughs> we actually started traveling. We booked the ticket with two days notice. That's awesome. I'm all about, yeah. Like doing, doing spontaneous trips like that. Yeah, really that was a funny thing because we started watching cricket. I started watching cricket anyway after 15 years or 20 years. And <laughs> I started to show that to my younger son. And I'm like, hey, the World Cup is happening. Do you want to go see it? Sure, I would love to. I checked my miles on Virgin Atlantic. They had a ticket open for two days down the road. And Why I not? booked it and done. What is the real estate market like in Florida? It has grown significantly, but I would not be surprised if there is a significant drop, particularly in the home that you're staying in now and or similar homes. And the reason is these are all commercial properties, even though they look like residential homes, they're not. That's why uh, I was showing my son. You look out, you'll see every single house looks pretty much the same. Every yeah. one of them has a pool. If you go to a typical residential community, not everyone wants a pool. Yeah, it, it looks like somebody just like copy and pasted the same house exactly. over and over again. This, this is a copy and paste error. But I tried actually looking into homes here, but since this was commercial property and demand was very robust, when I looked at it probably 10 years back, the prices were very very high but given COVID I'm sure a lot of commercial rental properties are going to hurt and my guess is the prices will drop so I would actually be seriously interested in looking at a property like this for myself Uh, and one of the ways that we had thought about investing in that with my friend is I and my friend own residential properties around Orlando but those are all like monthly rentals or annual rentals actually you you don't rent them even on a monthly basis because like I just told you we're not allowed to minimum rental has to be seven months but we typically do one or two year leases whereas the properties like these under normal circumstances are rented on a basis of one week at a time or ten days at a time So my suspicion is the COVID is going to cause a demand crash and therefore a lot of people who probably leveraged themselves to the hilt to buy these properties will put them on the market at a greater pace which will drop the price and the way we thought when we 
previously considered buying a home like this was instead of just me and my friend plunking down 600,000 or something like that in one house, maybe pool together with 10 people or 7 people or 6 people. So you get the advantage of hedging your bets in smaller chunks. You can get in in smaller increments uh, as opposed to waiting till each of us got nice. $300,000 in capital or take a loan to that extent. Uh, so timing is going to be a key. Watch the prices, see how, how they drop, at what pace they drop, and then potentially buy it in a way so you can go in smaller chunks. Do you see yourself still investing in Florida properties once you do leave, or will you, do you want to keep investing like wherever you go? Yeah, it depends on my cash reserves, <laughs> for lack of a better phrase, but I would be very interested. Yeah, I, I suspended that when the prices were very high, and I would not be averse to rekindling it because I'm looking to retire in the next 10 years or so, and I see that as a fairly good there are multiple places to invest right for maybe a very young person it is much better to plunk a lot of money in tesla and apple and see it grow uh, whereas as i'm looking towards retirement what i'm more focused on is the cash flow out not necessarily the growth so it depends on your mindset which is are you going to go all in towards the growth aspect or are you going to go in for a mix or are you going to go in for cash flow? I am leaning significantly towards the cash flow element because to me it doesn't help me if I'm 75 and suddenly my portfolio is worth three times as much as it was when I was 50 but I haven't spent a penny of it because it is all growing and then I have one foot on the grave and another foot on a roller coaster, a roller blade. (laughs) Yeah, makes sense. So for me, the cash flow out is important. So for me, that's a very attractive element, particularly because most of these uh, uh, properties are fully hands-off. Nobody will have the capacity, professionals anyway, to manage it. So you just hand it off to some agent who will take care of booking the rentals, giving them the keys, making sure the cleaners come in after the person leaves and they clean the place properly and collecting the money, etc., etc., etc. If I was someone who wanted to get started in Orlando real estate investing, would reaching out to a real estate agent be my first move? Like, what would be some of the first steps? Or, like, how did you get started with your portfolio? I got started mostly because of 2008 crash when the real estate market collapsed, and Orlando took a massive beating. Like, the first property and the second property that I and my friend bought together were both in the same gated community called, honestly, I forgot. That many properties. (laughs) No, just that I don't care much about it. Let's call it Oasis. Yeah, whatever. They're only townhomes. Because of cash flow reasons, we weren't also willing to put money into real... uh, Because cash flow townhomes are better, whereas single-family homes, at least for yearly rentals, Single-family homes don't rent you as much in terms of rent divided by the capital cost, but their appreciation is better. So we bought townhomes, and just to give you an idea, that first two townhomes we bought, we weren't this lucky later, but the first two townhomes we bought 
And like I said, every property in Orange County and Osceola County, you can look at the public records and you can see exactly what it was sold for by the previous owner or purchased for by the previous owner. And the property we paid 75000 or 70000 was purchased two years earlier for 280000 It went into foreclosure and we got it for 70000 each. Wow. And okay. 13 years later, it's probably now around 140000 150000 Wow, that's good, some good ROI. <laughs> well, I mean, that ROI is not that great, right? I mean, we're talking 13 years for oh, doubling okay. your money. That's like yeah. probably mm. like, what, 5%? What is the rule of thumb? Seventy-two yeah, by it's like seven. It's like seven, yeah, seven to eight percent a year. Is like what you want to go for? I think. Yeah, seventy-two by n. Yeah, seventy-two by uh, twelve. Yeah, so it'll be around six, seven percent. Still not bad. So, what's the supply situation like? So, if uh, as you said, you know, if people are staying here for extended periods of times, you know, unless a lot of houses are being built, there is just limited. You know, limited houses. Are, is the supply, are people, is there a lot of construction going on? I would encourage you strongly to go to Google Maps <laughs> in the satellite view and take a look around. There is loads of land wow. almost everywhere that people can expand. Uh, so I, I, I don't think demand is going to be the necessarily the one that's pushing the prices. It's probably the manufacturing costs. So you're saying as, I mean, as if people are actually, const- if this construction is going on, that's going to push prices down? Up. Because the construction costs keep going up. But isn't there more supply? But, I'm sorry? It, it does not mean there's more supply? No, no, there is more supply, but Orlando consistently keeps receiving influxes of permanent moving movers. Ah. So pretty much the rule of thumb has been for at least the last 10, 12 years. Don't quote me on it. I'm just pulling it out of my rear end. But... Uh, they say that Orlando has basically been getting new people at the rate of about thousand a week or something like that, thousand a month, something like that. And that's outpacing what what. That's on pace with new construction or slightly below or whatever, right? So that's what's pushing the prices slightly up. Also. That keeps up with the construction, or the construction is tuned to that inflow. Right, that makes sense. So the population of Orlando has been consistently growing, in contrast to like say people. Pittsburgh or something like that, it's been losing population. Michigan, it's been losing population. Uh, you can also see that from the census data, right? I mean, which states have gained electoral votes and which states have lost electoral votes. You were mentioning um, some other places to check out before we get started. What other what other places in Florida would you recommend? I mean, I would strongly recommend if you have any way already come here. The Miami Beach area is good if you want to take forests into the Everglades. I don't know if you can spend time in the Everglades for a month, but the beaches on the Miami side are also spectacular. Like if you can get a home on the Florida coastline, north of Fort Lauderdale or north of Boca Raton, near West Palm Beach. I mean, that entire area is filled with uh, uh, properties. So even if it is like a high-rise and it is two properties facing the ocean, they may not be this large a size, but some of those areas, like even just slightly south of here, like Sebastian Inlet, the scenery is just spectacular. Uh, and one of the safer things to do, even while you're sitting in one area, is to just take a drive. 
So I would strongly encourage you guys to take the car and drive out and see a beach. I mean, I've done that even through the COVID. I packed my bikes at the back of my SUV and drive two and a half hours to, uh, I've done this three times now, to Sebastian Inlet, bike around for two hours and come back. Yeah, it's a five hour drive and two and a half hours bike ride, but it's still worth it. Some beautiful sceneries there near Sebastian Inlet, Miami area. Maybe not Miami, Miami, but north or south of it. Mm-hmm. Keys are spectacular. I mean, if you can get a bungalow like this in the Keys, yeah. anywhere from Key Largo to Key West, maybe not necessarily Key West, Key West, but Key Largo, Key Pine or something like that, yeah. they have some spectacular vistas. As long as you can confirm that you have good internet access, in the evenings you can shut down work and drive around and you are surrounded by water and you'll get tons of warning if there is a hurricane coming to haul your rear end back. Uh, I, I don't know if you know this tagline for Florida. Do you know what the other tagline for Florida is other than Sunshine State? Something related to hurricanes? No. <laughs> it's the state for the newly wed and the nearly dead. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense though. So, which category do you fall into? Well, when I, <laughs> when I came here newly wed, probably nearly dead when I come back. <laughs> you think you'll come back? Like I said, yeah, I wouldn't put it past me. Like I said, there are some spectacular places. When my kids leave the home, I have no interest in keeping a half acre lot, which is what I have now. Uh, I have no interest in a 3600 square foot house, which is what I have now. I have zero interest in maintaining a goddamn pool, which is like a money pit. Uh, I would much rather stay in a high rise where everything is being managed by somebody else and I still have access to a pool, a jacuzzi, sauna, steam room, right. game room and everything and the common areas that I need it. Yeah, cause, I mean at that point like time is more important than... Exactly. Than, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. This was... You were an awesome first guest. <laughs> so this was awesome. But yeah, thank you so much and uh, uh, got, we learned a lot about Florida. Yeah.